After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shifts and Pucks News Pack for Wednesday, June the 8th. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Shifts and Pucks, Facebook.com Shifts and Pucks, YouTube.com Shifts and Pucks, Twitch.com Shifts and Pucks. Subscribe wherever you get your audio, as well as on the Area 51 Sports Network. Apologies for missing yesterday. Uh, had a bit of a computer technical issue that was dealing with, but we're back today. Uh, glad to have everything together. Uh, of course, we had our podcast that we recorded on Monday. Uh as the Colorado Avalanche and Edmonton Oilers are playing, we talked about the firing of Bruce Cassidy. We talked about the what's next for the Oilers. We talked a little bit about the Rangers and Lightning series. We talked about um, uh, what's going on with JT Miller with the Vancouver Canucks as well. And let's start with the Vancouver Canucks, I guess, today, because there was some news yesterday. We'll, we'll do some catch up here. As they've signed a Swedish forward named Niels Amon to an entry-level contract. Uh, Amon is a two, it's a two-year entry-level contract. Uh, he's 22. He is, uh, so two-year deal, 22. Uh, 6'2", 185 pounds, scored 14 points, eight goals, six assists in 51 games in 2021-22. Patrick Alvin is a smart hockey player with plays with speed and has a strong work that ethic, possesses a good two-way game, and we look forward to seeing his continued development both sides of the ice with the Canucks organization. Uh, played at the Men's World Championship last year in Finland, played uh, seven games, two assists with Team Sweden. So uh, he will be an interesting person that they will have. Uh, the, he was with the Colorado Avalanche organization. And they opted not to sign him an entry level deal. He was a six round pick in the 2020 draft there as well. So that's the news that came, came out of Vancouver in Edmonton. They did the, uh, end of year press, uh, availability for the Edmonton Oilers as they were of course swept by the Colorado Avalanche on Monday. Uh, so uh, of course, the word on the street, a couple of things that the kind of to watch there is, is there are reports that Mike Smith is considering retiring. Uh, GM Ken Holland didn't confirm or deny that. He says he needs to talk to Mike Smith. So we'll have to see if that happens. They are interested in bringing back Evander Kane. He, they said that they felt that he was a good fit within the organization. Uh, I'll let you deal with that question in and of it yourself. If you think that that was a good, is a good move or not. Uh, for me, I think you, I think you might command a little bit more money, but uh, we'll have to, we'll leave that to you. Uh, and then um, of course, Darnell nurse, this was already reported. Darnell nurse have played with a hymn flexor with, for three rounds. Uh, no indication of nurse needs surgery. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl played with a high ankle sprain, uh, so that was known as well. 
Uh, and of course, just a priority, I guess the big thing that came out of from Ken Holland saying is if you're under 24 and under in that organization, you need to step up. They're expecting more from Philip Broberg. Jay Woodcroft said that Philip Broberg is going to be a, a great player in this league. And, um, as well as, of course, they're expecting Dylan Holloway, who made his debut. They're expecting a little bit more from him. Of course, they have the decisions to make on Ron McLeod, Puliyarvi, and Kyler Yamamoto. Ryan Rashog speculated today that Puliyarvi may have played his last game in Edmonton, and they may not bring him back, or they may use him as trade bait. That's an interesting, something interesting there. And uh he of course Paul Yarvey's qualifying offer is 1.4 uh six goals in 52 in the final two 52 games the debate here within the Oilers community is the analytic community thinks that McDavid was better with Paul Yarvey uh the other side of this is he had six goals in 52 games uh Woodcroft said that Paul Yarvey had was struggling with some injuries it's an interesting, it's an interesting question. Um, uh, Holland said he, he has to figure that out. So that there's a lot of questions in Edmonton. And I'm going to pull it. The poll question that we're going to put out today on shifts and pucks, by the way, is which team in Alberta, which team between the flames and the Oilers have more work to do. Of course, you have the flames with the big decisions, the obvious decisions of Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. Let's not forget what Andre Mangiapane issue is going to be. You've got Chris Tanev that is out for two months or out to at least the end of, probably out to at least November. And if you think Chris Tanev has superpowers to come back, maybe, but I, I think you need to expect that to be four to six months. And the Flames do need to reconstruct that blue line a little bit. Um lots of decisions there lots of decisions in Edmonton so that will be the poll question that we'll discuss uh there so interesting decisions in Oilerland Colorado of course taking their time they're going to wait for the Rangers in Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay came back last night and they beat the New York Rangers four to one so now they have a they've tied the series at two and Probably it's an, uh, you know, they were down two nothing, and in that series they were down two nothing in game three, and they found a way to find their way back. Uh, of course, now the question, of course, is about Braden Point whether he'll be back. Doesn't look like it. It looks like according to John Cooper that that probably will be an option game seven, but uh, we'll have to see on that. Um. So, and the longer that goes, that's more of an advantage for the Avalanche because uh, the Rangers are losing players. And Philip Sheetal left the game. Ryan Lindgren on defense is playing really hurt. You can clearly see that. Um, and yeah, it's been a homer series, though. The Rangers have won their last eight at home. So well, I think that is makes this a little bit more interesting. Um, I still could see this series going seven. I really do. I really think that the Rangers, I don't think the Lightning can, the Lightning will win four in a row. Um, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if the Rangers win, win, when they play again uh, tomorrow. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, but I just uh, think it's, this has the potential to go seven for sure uh, there. And of course, Maroon, Kucherov, 
Uh, Stamkos and Palat in the empty net. Panarin scoring for the Rangers. Uh, of course, the other news, of course, big news, Marie, two other news. We talked about Bruce Cassidy on Monday, but Marie Philippe Plan, that was the other news from yesterday, ended, uh, of course, in the in a part-time role with the Montreal Canadiens. Um, if she's not number one in all-time uh, all women's game, she is probably number two. It is hard to put her any lower than two in my mind. Uh, but um, the good news is, is she, uh, of course, Jeff Gordon says she knows how to win. Uh, she is, of course, um, going to be a, a part of player development and playing in the next Olympic cycle. So uh, Sarah Fillier and the Athletic has some really good things to say about her. Uh, and I think this is a good, uh, good move. Um uh, of course, Jeff Molson, back when they fired Mark Bergevin, wanted to mention he wanted to add some diversity, and the Canadians are doing that. It's uh, been a diverse, as much as our focus on this podcast has been a Vancouver, what's been going on there. I think Montreal deserves some credit, uh, and I think they have a, have a very good offseason going here. And I think if you look at what Jeff Gorton has done here, I think you just simply need to look at what the New York Rangers are right now. That's a, a good team. Well drafted, a uh, couple of very solid trades there that he's put together. Um, that you can see with Montreal, uh, they've got some a lot of decisions, still got a lot of decisions to make. Uh, and of course, you've got what's going to happen with Shea Weber and Carey Price. You've got the Jeff Petrie decision to make, but you're likely taking Shane Wright as number one. That is you, up the middle. You are getting better. Cole Caulfield will only get better. So I don't. I don't know. I think things are looking in the right direction in Montreal. I still think there's a, probably a couple of years away, but I think they're bringing in the right people. They've got Martin Saint Louis continuing to be a head coach. I think that the players are responding to him, uh, and uh, so I think for Montreal, I think things are going moving uh, pretty good on a positive side there. Um, the Western Hockey League, as well as uh, we'll look at the CHL overall, because we're on our way to the Memorial Cup. The Edmonton Oil Kings uh, beat the uh, Seattle Thunderbirds last night, yeah, four to nothing. Um, was scoreless, and then Jakub Demick scored a shorthanded goal. And that turned that game right around. And really, almost, there was a, a huge save early in that or in that sequence there from Thomas Millich, who has been very strong uh, for the Seattle Thunderbirds throughout this. But Yagademic scored a, a, a shorthanded goal, and it just really turned around the, the Oil Kings there. They outshot the Thunderbirds 14-5 to in the third period. And then Simon Kubicek scored early. Caden Gooley is seventh, and then Carter Souch late. Uh, just the Thunderbirds couldn't, they were getting through, uh, they were getting chances, uh, but they just couldn't really truly penetrate. The Oil Kings are just a well-structured, well-constructed team up and down that lineup. And if you can't get to them early and you give them a break, like you did, the Thunderbirds ended up doing tough to beat for sure. And that's what they're saying. So they're the, the Oil Kings are up two to one. That series continues tonight. Just to look at the OHL here, 
Uh, they've got their finals going on. And the Windsor uh, Spitfires took down the Hamilton Bulldogs in uh, uh, in that game. Uh, and they have they've taken a two one series lead there. Uh, of course, if you're a Dallas Star fan, you're impressed with Wyatt Johnson. Uh, and he scored two, Alex Christopoulos scored two, uh, and they're, uh, they're up two to one there. Uh, and they're, uh, so that's what's going on in that one, uh, there and, and the Q they're playing tonight, the Q, uh, JHL play uh, championship is going on tonight as we're heading to the, the the playoffs here. They're playing on TSN, by the way. Uh, there, uh, but the uh, Shawinigan Cataracts are taking on the Charlottetown Islanders. Shawinigan up two games to none. Uh, uh, Oilers prospect. Uh, Xavier Bourgeois uh, scored in overtime. It was a bit of a, it's a controversial goal uh, for some people. And uh, that's, of course, in Maverick Borg had two goals and an assist. Another star there. So there's a lot of stars. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights prospect Lucas Cormier scored two goals for the Islanders there as well. So that is... That series will go on. So if you're into junior hockey, there's a doubleheader tonight. Uh, so you can watch that on TSN as they're taking uh, they're taking the championship games up and uh, the Memorial Cup that is going going on there. So uh, watch that. And then finally, uh, the Pentic and any other news here that we go through, uh, the Penticton Bees made an announcement today of course they're the bchl champions they've uh announced that fraser rogers is will be back as uh, business operations and broadcaster and communications managers so congratulations to him as they're making news but that that's overall the news for today of course you can follow us all individually on twitter sean is beardy connect zero three tyler tnoble uh Chris Schneid's S-C-H-N-E-I-D-Z. And then there's Devin Gordhauser 9 on Twitter as well. And that I-M-K-E-V-O-L-E, Ships and Pucks, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your audio, as well as on the Area 51 Sports Network. That is the news. And, of course, uh, just to go back here, before I go here, I just... Forgot to add something here they, with the cataracts uh, back there. They held a 3-2 lead. The Islanders did. Pierrick Dubay scored with six seconds to go. And then that's Borgia scored in overtime. So late goal and then the win there, there as well. So that's the QMJHL. That is the news for today. So watch the junior hockey a day off our NHL conference finals, Eastern conference finals back on tomorrow. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. We'll talk to you all very soon. Bye for now. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward you put in the hours. 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 